Okay, everybody. So we have Alan Roberts with us today. He is the founder of Every Damn Day Fitness. So welcome, Alan. Well, hi, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How's everything going? It's going well. And uh, I know for today's, we wanted to donate to Semper Fi, specifically uh, the charity that you host. So can you just briefly explain that one? Yeah, it's a, the charity we host is a Benefits of Semper Fi Fund, which helps out wounded veterans and their families of all branches of the military. Uh, and it's called Sit Food for Six. It's basically where we travel around the eastern United States and uh, to different gyms in different cities, and we do six-hour workouts, uh, basically uh, lots, lots and lots and lots of crazy-ass volume. Uh, but it's to benefit uh, you know, a really, really, really good cause. I, I've had, I've had you know, friends that have, had, have benefited from this charity, so I appreciate the donation, man. So I really, really do. Yeah, happy to do it. And yeah, Semper Fi has been brought up by a few other people as well, so obviously a lot of people appreciate it. And uh, so you have a, a long history in lifting. I, I think you said it's like 30, close to 30 years, right? Yeah, well over 30 years. I started lifting when I was 14. And 14. I'm 47 now, so. Wow, yeah. Uh, and you had a, a pretty dramatic transformation not too long ago, upwards of you know, mid-200s down to 180, and now you said you're back up to maybe 195. So uh, what inspired you to do that? Um, well, I mean, I, I was always like a permabolt guy. Like, mm -hmm. I, gra I graduated high school a long time ago uh, at, at like 140 pounds. So at the, the same height you know, I am now and everything like that. So uh, I just, for years and years and years, just wanted to be the strongest guy in the room, wanted to be like, you know, built like a WWE wrestler, basically. Yep. Uh, and uh, I just kept adding weight, adding weight, adding weight. And then like, you know, especially like once I started getting really like, you know, strong, like, you know, not super powerlifting strong, but like the strongest guy in my gym strong, you know? Yeah. Uh, it just became this thing where it's what I like doing. Um, and then about two years ago, like I started like, you know, seeing like little, like, uh, little signs of like, you know, bad health from it. Like, you know, sleep apnea, stuff like that. You know, I remember my wife, like, you know, I, I remember my wife, I was like, honey, you're, you're so tired. She was like, you think why? She was like, cause you're snoring like a fucking freight train, you know? <laughs> and, um, you know, I just for health reasons. And obviously like, if you want to get, be in the fitness industry, you have to be, you know, you have to be somewhat, you know, you have to walk the walk, you know, and I, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, you know, ask anybody to do what I can't do kind of sort of thing. Like, and, uh, sure. yeah, I, I do a lot of coaching right now. A lot of like coaching of obese people down to healthy weights, which is the main portion of, how, of what my coaching, I'm not a big, you know, coach people for powerlifting competitions or coach people for, uh, I will, I'll never coach anybody to get on the stage because I just think it's kind of inherently healthy in the last couple of weeks. But, uh, I do, I do a lot of coaching obese people down to healthy weights. So it was, it was good to show people that, you know, it's it, it can be done and not not it's not that all that difficult. It's a matter of math and willpower. And I even wrote a book called Math and Willpower. You can check that out every damn day. Fitness dot net, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's a, I think to some extent, especially in this field, you gotta walk the walk. You know, nobody wants to take financial advice from a, a poor guy, and right. nobody wants right. to take fitness advice from somebody who doesn't seem like they've done what the person wants to achieve. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, at your biggest, what were some of your best stats in terms of your lifts? Um, you know, I, I was, I was squatting in the, you know, 575, ask the grass at least a couple times a week, uh, in the gym, uh, military, I love military press. It's what my body's kind of built for. I've got, my clavicle is probably like an inch longer than the average male of my, my, you know, on each side of, than the average male of my height. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. uh, I've got broad, broad, broad shoulders, uh, even just bone structure wise, you know? Yeah. And, uh, 
I, the 125 dumbbells for sets of 10 was, you know, military press was nothing, you know, wow. it was, was a weekly occurrence. Uh, those, those stats are much, much different now. Deadlift yeah. was not my greatest thing. Deadlift was like the mid 500s. Okay. Um, just because I was some so I was so round, you know, like uh, that I that my leverages really sucked, and I got and to be real, I've got like you know short arms and fucking long ass body and shit like that, so I don't have the best leverages for deadlift to begin with, uh, and then alone I wasn't able to get in really good position because my belly was in the fucking way. So yeah, right, right. But now, now deadlift's actually a lot better now. I did I deadlift very close to what I did then. Now at the time, yeah. yeah, yeah. It seems like when people lose weight, deadlift seems to maintain the best and the pressing seems to go down the most oh yeah pressing pressing goes down although i mean military press i can still i, I can still kick out like the 100 110s for a set of 10 you know here and there you know like i watch it though because i have a little bit of arthritis in my right shoulder so yeah. you know and i'm not i just i'm not all that interested in strength anymore like i, I i'm easily goaded into like athletic endeavors because like that the male ego and i I'm, sure. i remember i i'm so used to being very very strong so I'm easily goaded into it. It's like it's actually I consider that like a fucking weakness. Yeah, uh, I, I wish I, I wasn't easily goaded into shit like that. But um, I still like testing it now and then. I test a lot. I test my athleticism in lots of other ways now, though, too. So right, right. And I I recall you saying at one point that you thought that you just had to lose maybe 20 pounds. Um, and I think that's a common thing is people who have never really dieted down always think, you know, it's 10, 20 pounds and it's way more. So uh, why, why do you think that is such a common thing that nobody really seems to be able to accurately gauge? Well, I think one of it's wishful thinking. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I mean, ab- absolutely. Like, I mean, we don't want to view ourselves as that heavy. Um, I, and I think like, even though I knew better, like I, you know, it like it, it, way back in the back of my head, I, I think I knew better, you know, mm-hmm. but I was sure like when I was. I, when I got really, really serious about the cut, I was like 245. And I remember thinking, like, if I lose 30 pounds, I'm going to be, like, ripped to the fucking bone. You know, like, yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking, like, I'm going to be fucking shredded. Mm-hmm. And I hit, like, 215, still couldn't see abs. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, right. like it, it still just wasn't, you know, it still wasn't there. So, like, the reality hit pretty quickly about what it was, you know. Like, I mean, I just, I think I think that, like, our egos don't want to let it go. Uh, and it's a huge, long path. Like, what, especially once you get bigger, like mm-hmm. it, it's it's not an e- like there's a lot of diligence to get, get involved in it. Like it's easy to say, and you, know, you just need to eat right and exercise hard. It is the daily grind of it, and to a certain degree, especially when you're bigger, you don't see daily results. Like I noticed, like once I got under 200 pounds, like right now, like right now, I'm, I'm right at about 195 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right now, I can I can I can diet hard for like three days, and I notice a huge difference. You know, mm-hmm. and I mean I, I'm much. My muscle mass is better than like better than what it was when I got done at 182, just because I I dieted so hard for a year that I, I my lean muscle mass was you know, drop drop decent all right. the And that's I think another reason like we don't want to have to think about like losing muscle like we're we're like right. the bro mentality of our fitness society has us so ingrained that like you don't want to lose an ounce of muscle like ever you know. But right. meanwhile like I mean a, a year a year you know not even a year like six months after I hit 180. Uh, you know, I, I probably gained back most of the, the muscle mass I lost just from muscle memory and stuff like that. And eating, you know, my training's a lot smarter and better, and more hyperperfect. Sure, sure. And I think part of it is also it's our identity after a while. You know, you're the big guy, and then somebody who sees you at like six months after cutting, and it's like, what happened? You know, yeah. just... they're like, oh my god, you, you're so small. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like, you still couldn't hang with me. I, you know, I, I, I think that in my head, but then like, I, I let it go because you know, I, I'm. It, it's a compliment that I you know, it's a compliment in a way, but like it's such a like the male psyche is so fucking weird about 
about weight and stuff like that it is you know mm -hmm. uh especially like just like you said it, it's, it becomes an identifier for us you know like right. that's that's why i didn't want to become one of these people like you see that you know the, like the, the broken down power lifter or the broken yeah. down bodybuilder like i mean i didn't want to become one of those guys where like the injuries just catch up and no matter what they're like i'm making a comeback why why motherfucker why like i mean yeah, like, right <laughs> the, the very first time you blow discs in your back sit the fuck down change your shit up you know like uh, real, real, that's your body telling you we're done with this shit. But yet, yet, but yet they just still keep going. I, I don't that that I don't understand. You know, like I want to be able to dance with my you know dance with my granddaughter at a fucking wedding. I don't even have kids yet, or I don't even yeah. have grand I don't even have grandkids yet. You know, I want to be able to yeah. dance with them at a fucking wedding. You know. Yeah, it's tough. Um, and you know, you you said yourself, you kind of for a little while ignored health. Maybe maybe it was more of a passive ignorance of it. But you were up there at that higher weight. Now, my understanding is you've never taken any steroids or anything like that. Um, I, t I take DHA and DIM uh, every day, which is like it's considered it's, con it's considered a, st a steroid compound. You know what I mean? Right. You can, you can buy it at Walmart, but yeah, I mean, um, so is vitamin D. So I'll talk about like more like the anabolic steroids. Yeah. So, um, what, did you never have the? I feel like most people who have done it for a long enough time have had the inclination, or you know, they've at least questioned if they want to do it. Oh, so, well, yeah. I mean, dude, anybody has. You know, like, like yeah. Here's here's how I view that shit, by the way. And like, like, what purpose would it would it serve me at the age of forty five, which was when I started this, to actually go on steroids? Very little. Like, I, I like, I, I, I'm, I'm actually rather lucky that my, you know, I want, I want to be able to look the part. One, if I, if I, you know, like, I first of all, I started with a very large body muscle amount of muscle mass. So I was probably at my match, my natural maximum potential of muscle mass just from lifting heavy and lifting hard for thirty plus years. You know, mm -hmm. and. You know, even when I cut that down, the muscle, like I said, muscle memory brings right back. But I also, I have really fucking good genetics. Like, I mean, like really, like really, 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 really good genetics. So, you know, the DHA and DIM, I don't know how much it helps. It helps me. I really don't. But like, it probably, it probably helps me a little bit. Just to be real, definitely, yeah. on, definitely on recovery. You know, but uh, like I've got, re I've got really good genetics. Like again, the, the shoulders and all like that. Like my, like my dad is seventy-five years old. And I can stand behind him, and I wear a forty-eight regular jacket right now. Like mm -hmm. I can stand behind my dad, you can't see me. Like, yeah. I mean, his, his shoulders are, are immense, and his his my grandfather literally had to get buried in an extra wide casket because his shoulder his shoulders are and that's at the age of like seventy six he got, he wow. died you know. So genetics are definitely on my family on, on my side for that. I also am, am lucky that like. I have small joints besides my shoulders. Like my wrists mm. are very small. Like I mean, like my ankles are small. Neat, like all my joints are small, so I appear bigger than what I am. So I've got like a lot going on in that way. So, uh, so I already look semi the part. But I basically like what you're seeing right now is like the chest up is how I make a majority of my videos. Right. So I don't really need it like in that way. Like I, you know, I can I can show that I lost weight in in some photos at, for my business. And it just, I never thought it would, it would benefit me that much. But I can say this, if like, you know, if you're going to be like Dwayne Johnson, like, I mean, like, we're, you know, if you know, you can, if, if there's a guarantee you can make, you know, $50 million a year, you know, you weigh out the, the, the you know, risk reward benefit in your head. Like I can set my entire family up for the, you know, not only my family, but generations of my family up for the rest of their lives. You right. Know, I'd probably be like, where do I stick the needle in? You know, like, right, right. But, you know, in, you know, and that's just being very truthful. And anybody that says that, that, you know, anybody like I just I have a hard time believing that most people wouldn't think the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But 
you know, if there's not going to be any huge benefit of it, why? You know, why? I just don't, I don't get it, you know? Yeah, totally makes sense. And, uh, you know, with your answer there, you're obviously very upfront about all these things. And I think that's one of the, you know, aspects that attracts people to your channel and your Facebook page, things like that. So uh, you also had some controversial videos, and, mm. you know, calling some people out, which I, th I think can be entertaining at times. Do you think that is the majority of what you got your big following in the last couple of years? Or do you think it's something else about you? Well, actually, like, I mean, like, the, some of the comedy, like, because I, 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 like, I always call it Pittsburgh comedy. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. it's literally, like, how me and my friends would be, like, sitting around drinking and talking about somebody. Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it's, you know, it's very sarcastic, very crude comedy, you know? Yeah. Um, and for some of the, when I first started out, it was meant to just strictly be that. You know, it really wasn't just meant to strictly be comedy. Uh, those sorts of things. And those roasts are not even like available. Most of them aren't even available on my channel. I've started a second small channel right now that I'm putting some of the old ones up just because I think they're funny. Yeah. Um, you know, and also, why not have them make money for you? You know, like it, right. reality, you know, but um, the calling, like when I call people out about fitness, not like I, I've kind of morphed my comedy from that to now where I kind of in a comedic way call out people for poor information. And yeah. I actually, I actually think that that's like an important aspect that was missing from fitness to be real. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like from the fitness culture, I think it's like an important aspect for it. Like you, so many people equate like popularity and, uh, they've done it for a while to knowledge, you know, which is right. really not, not, the, not the truth. It's not the case, you know, like, uh, we have, there's so much misinformation. There, there's purposeful misinformation in, in the fitness industry and those it's purposeful to mis, mislead people enough that they can, you know, then, then sell things, you know? Uh, and I just, I think that's bullshit. Like I really yeah. do. Like, I mean, I sell programs, but like, I, I don't ever act like it's a magical thing. You know, I don't even, right. I don't, I don't even accept, uh, I don't even accept, uh, transformation photos. Like, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, because I, I didn't do the transformation. I, I may have guided them on along nutri nutritionally and I may have got my, my program might have helped them motivate them, but that's all programs are. If, if a program has decent exercise selection and is challenging for the person, it does its job because in reality, I've trained just about every fucking way you can imagine, you know, yeah. in, in the 30 years I've, I've done five by five, I've done German volume training. I, I, I have a morphed, morphed kind of volume training myself. That's not a hypertrophy program. It's more like a body recomp slash, you know, weight loss program, you know, things like that where, you know, I don't, it's not my transformation. Like they're the ones that still put in the work, you know, and too many people in, are in the fitness industry. I think, I think they, I think they're, they bought into themselves so much that they think that they're special and like, they're like most of the people that I talk about, if, if you, you look in their videos, they start talking about themselves in a the third person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right the fuck away, you know that I'm not going to like them. You know, like, right, right. I mean, people think that they're so special just because they lift weights. We don't do anything that special. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And a lot of the knowledge I talk about is just basic fundamental knowledge. It's just basic fundamental, you know, pick, pick heavy shit up, put it down in a safe manner, repeat, repeat, repeat. You're going to fucking, you're, you're going to be bigger and stronger. You know, eat a caloric deficit, uh, you know, for a while. It's what, uh, I mean, I don't know if you want examples of people because I don't know how I don't know who all you plan on having on here or who you've had on here. So uh, you can ask the, that stuff away before I get too involved because I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to you know have you guilty by association if you don't want to be. You know. Sure. No, I, I understand. Um, well, you know, I, I really appreciate your view on these things because so many people in the 
fitness industry, and we'll get to that in a minute as far as, you know, what, we, what really is fitness versus how it's perceived. But, uh, you know, you have this practical view. And like you said, it's be consistent, lift heavy, you know, do it over time. And, and that's going to get you most of your results. And then you yourself said you have pretty great genetics. And that's obviously going to be a, a big factor into the differences we see among people who are consistent. Obviously, some people are just kind of lazy and don't, you know, really put in the effort. Um, but, you know, you, you have a real... I don't know. I guess I just appreciate the honesty with it. You know, you're not trying to you, you sell stuff, but you're not trying to lie to people in order to get them to buy it. You know, oh, you're just absolutely. real about it. Well, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I think you hit on a couple of things. First of all, most people think they work out a lot harder than they actually do. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I've had multiple people be like, well, you know, I, I, I do I do this. I do that. You know, they they. The, the first automatic accusation is like steroids and all like that. Like, well, come, come work out with me one, one time in a gym. You know, like, yeah. you know, I mean, like, let, let's, let's see what I do compared to what you do. You know, mm-hmm. most, most people don't do the type of volume I do. That's, that's just, that's just reality. You know, like one, you know, one of like I do, I work and they can't like, I mean, I'm very honest about that too. They yeah. not, not that they can't physically, they don't have the fucking time to like, now that I'm in the fitness industry full time, like I worked out for an hour and a half earlier today. I'm going to go back and probably work out for another hour today. <laughs> And that doesn't include the fact that I have, you know, all of my meals at my house. You know, I cook them all myself. Like, I'm able to control what I put in my mouth to a great degree because I, I, I do this for a living, you know? Yeah. Fitness professionals, uh, that it's, it's, it's something that always bothers me about fitness professionals when they're like, you can look like me. All you got to do is follow this program. Motherfucker, like, you, you, the, you, know, like you were probably able to guarantee eight hours of sleep a day or at least – you know, a nap at some point in time of the day to help with your hormonal, your, your, your hormone response after, after working out, you know, uh, you're able to, you know, watch what you eat. Like you're able to, like, there's less stress in your life. Like if you're financially independent, there's less stress, you know, you, you know, you, you, your body holds on to, holds on to fat less because your body releases less cortisol, you know, like, right. like little things like that, where uh, fitness industry professionals make it seem like it's so easy for them. And it, all you got to do is follow my program when in actuality, it's literally our entire lives. Like my 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 world revolves around fitness, where other people' world revolves around other shit. Like like my my kids my kids graduated and and, and moved out. Like I mean like stuff like that. Where like my life my life and my my life and my wife's life because my wife is a fitness professional too and runs her yeah. own business and all like that. Our life is fitness. So there's very like I have no fucking excuse, and neither right. do most other fitness professionals. Right, if, but for me to say like, all you gotta do is do what I do. Like they, they can't. A, a normal person can't possibly do what I do in a day because they don't have the fucking time. You know. Yeah. Well, I think also. I mean, that that is definitely a huge point. Although I will say that um, I was just having a conversation with somebody recently about this, and they were saying, "Well, you know, I'm expected to do this, but I have a kid." And people do use excuses a lot of time. I'm not saying they can do necessarily what you do, but right. I do think people tend to think. I mean. I know plenty of friends who, you know, when we were in dental or med school and we had part time jobs and we mm-hmm. were in relationships and we still worked out four or five times a week. Um, right. And I, I guess some people just have that inherently. I noticed you're very type A in the sense that you are always doing something productive from what I've, I've seen in right. other videos of you. And um, I guess just a lot of people aren't. I don't know if that's just an inherent, like I said, personality trait or conditioning, you know, with how things are now. Um, no, I've always, I mean, I, I like I'm a big if I'm going to take a long drive, there's going to be an audio book on like type person, you know, like, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. I, I, I try to, I try to fill my mind as much as possible. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm literally diagnosed with high, uh, high, what's called high process ADHD. 
So, uh, like, I I have to be keeping my mind busy on something that catches my interest at all times. I'm just lucky it happens to be fitness. But I get yeah. what you're saying. I get what you're saying too. A lot of people, a lot of people are just fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. But to equate, like, I I literally spend like four hours a day on fitness. Like, yeah, that that that's a time that's a time commitment that most people just absolutely cannot sure. make. Or they cannot make it consistently because it, it would impact their life too much. I mean, mm-hmm. it really would. Like, part of my job is, like, when you look at my schedule on my phone, like, cause I, I, I have, because I'm ADHD, I have to schedule every fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I mean, I literally have, like, schedule, like, cook food, eat food. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, but if, uh, if I, you know, if, if you look at my schedule, like, it, it's – there's not it's part of my work day you know whereas for a lot of people it's not you know sure. um and i just i mean i i just i think that for a lot of fitness professionals it is and i i, I think that that's part of the industry that wasn't being shown you know that 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 that, that why, that's why i hit on it i think that like some of the sales tactics that people were using were just bullshit you know like none of us are inventing fitness you know like i mean right it, uh i get a lot of i get a lot of flack for not doing like tutorial videos Mm-hmm. I, I think that that's just like a, like why They're like right you know like I mean like if, if there's people out there like you know and I'm not a big fan of his anymore but Alan Thrall who, Alan Thrall has great tutorial videos I just I I, I, I he rubbed me the wrong way with with, with some of his some of, some of what he did with uh with starting strength because I'm not a huge starting strength fan mm-hmm. but um uh and, you know I mean I, he's got great tutorial videos uh, there's a guy named there's a guy for calisthenics whose name's Gavo Saturno fucking awesome uh calstex uh, movement great tutorials uh jeff cavalier who's a friend of mine great fucking tutorials like why would you want to see me do a tutorial you know like, right. like yeah. I, that's dumb you know like i mean when, when there's so many of them out there I, we don't need another input on the the you know the best way to deadlift you know like yeah i don't think that i i i reserve my i reserve my shit for more of like the poignant stuff you know yeah no i agree with that i mean there's definitely some um, any video that I would make, like a personal video that's not just a, a podcast, it's something that I think maybe I have a different view on or maybe hasn't been heard of. But like you said, I mean, nobody's really inventing anything that new at this point. Right. Yeah, something you touched on, um, I think in another video I saw, but uh, something I want to touch on here is fitness. Like you, you keep talking about the fitness industry, and that's how everybody views it. Uh, but what are some of the misconceptions you think in people, how they view fitness versus what true fitness really is? I mean, way, 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 way too much. The nutrition is downplayed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the reason, another reason why I'm able to, you know, I'm able to do what I do is again the nutrition. Like I, I consistently, like I consistently hit my protein, but I don't, but but I don't over, uh, overdo it. Like I mean, we, we somewhere along the line, the, the like whey protein powder, like the protein companies, like the pro, uh, protein supplement companies, did a yep. great job of convincing everybody that they need like one point one to two grams of protein per pound of body weight a day, yeah. and it's just so fucking unfactual. Like I mean, it like really is like uh, it, it doesn't even, it doesn't even make logical sense. Like if like right now I weigh two hundred pounds, like uh, and I'm probably somewhere around you know thirteen or fourteen percent body fat, honestly, right now. You know what I mean? But if I weigh 200 pounds and I'm at 13 or 14 percent body fat, I don't have the same protein requirement as somebody who's 200 pounds and at 30 percent body fat. You know what right. I mean? Like we have a different lean lean body mass, so therefore I you know, I would require more protein than that person. You know why why waste the calories, right? Uh, so I mean nutrition is definitely downplayed. Uh, another you know another big big misconception. I was just I almost just accidentally clicked you off. But okay. I also have like I think a couple of the other misconceptions are like 
you know, how quickly people, they, they talk about getting it done. Like, you can do this six-week program and, and be shredded. You can do this, whatever. Like, it's a process, man. Like, it's, it's a process that takes time, takes time, takes time. The concept of building muscle has just gotten ridiculously, ridiculously uh, over overestimated. Like, meaning, like, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to film a video today where there's a, a, a fitness professional that's claiming that his 12-week program can add 20 to 30 pounds of, of lean muscle to people. Oh, man. Who's that? Do you want to call him out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, curious. Doc, uh, Jim Stepani. Right? Oh, okay. What, yeah. what, a, what a fucking asshole. Like, I mean, like, like he's saying his, pro, his, his program, <laughs> like, adds, like, it, it's on film. Like, I mean, I have, yeah. the, I have the clip, you know. He's saying it's, it adds 20 to 30 pounds of muscle in 12 weeks. Oh, man. So, you know, Two like up from one point six six to two point five pounds of muscle weight a fucking week right. of lean muscle mass a fucking week you know like that's just it's absurdly ridiculous you know like and and it comes from a guy with a PhD so people like new people are gonna believe him you know right. like and it's you know and then then if they get like a new a newbie takes their program it's like oh I gained some weight you know blah 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 first of all they probably didn't gain just muscle mass. Mm-hmm. But they're going to be convinced, like, well, maybe I didn't get, you know, maybe I didn't get the twenty pounds, but then I could have tried it harder. Like, it's just this big lie, you know, right. that's 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 said by people like him, who you know have a long standing in the industry, uh, and that's one of the reasons why that's one of the reasons why I switched it up. I just got really, like, you know, instead of the, instead of the comedy and all like that, I just got really fucking sick of these motherfuckers who make a make a living off of lying to people, basically, or or mis- or misleading people. I shouldn't even say that because I'm blah blah blah, but. You know, that is that the, the, there is not a scientific supporting study that could possibly fucking no. claim claim that shit. Like muscle protein synthesis doesn't even work that fast. Like I mean, not only that. Like you, you, you figure like the person's got to be in like an eight hundred to twelve hundred fifty calorie you know, def, your or excuse me excess caloric excess a day, and every one of those calories, every right. one of those calories. <laughs> needs to be needs to be dedicated to muscle protein synthesis. He even said like some people gained that weight and lost body fat, the body fat percentage at the same time. Like shut the fuck. You know, yeah. Did they did they grow wings and fly too? Like did you get your fucking did you get your PhD from fucking Xavier <laughs> School for the Gifted? You, know, you figured out how to fucking release the X gene or something like that? What the fuck? You know like I I, I get so sick of shit like that or you know then then it, then what happens is this. A new person doesn't get the results promised and then they give the fuck up mm-hmm. you know and we live in a society right now where you know gaining gaining muscle mass and having a good bicep peak is this should be much less concern for people than tombstones sticking out of the ground for how unhealthy we are you know like right right uh, we are about to enter a decade where life expectancy for the first time ever is going to actually going to go down if you ask me yeah yeah uh, you know i mean like with the obesity rates and how unhealthy we eat uh and how how literally health is just not health like being eating healthy and being healthy is literally almost like taboo nowadays. You know, like I get fit shamed all the time. Like I mean, like I'll go to a restaurant, like I'll go to a restaurant and I'll order like the grilled the grilled salmon and I'll have two sides of broccoli instead of like the other stuff. And they're like, "Do you want bread?" I'm like, "No, nah, you know, no, no, thank you." Blah, blah blah. And they like give me a nasty look. You know, yeah. like uh, fuck you. You know, like I mean, I you know I. I always equate it this way, you know, it, it, if, if what you're doing is healthy, how can it be seen as wrong? But in our society, it is like, I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, you're in a, you're in a medical profession. You, I mean, you, you've, you, you, you understand how the body works. The mm-hmm. body is, you know, 
us trying to convince people that being obese is not does not necessarily mean you're unhealthy is so ridiculous. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, I don't uh, you know, because I run the office, you know, my the people who <laughs> who work for me aren't really going to give me too much shit. But even even then, I still a little bit, you know, when we order stuff, it's like, oh, like you're not going to have this or that, and you know, oh, you got your avocado and chicken again today, like you just because. I mean, they're all eating Wendy's and everything else all day. It's just kind of seems to become the norm now. We watched my wife and I were watching TV last night, and we saw a, a commercial for a pizza place, and they're like, you know, you know, seven ninety nine for this large pizza, you can eat it every day. You know, yeah, like, right. like, and I was like, and people will. And she was like, that's the sad thing, and, pe- and people will. Yeah. People will eat pizza every day because it's a great. Like, think about it. It's eight bucks for like literally two thousand calories. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like that's insane. You know, like it really is. Yeah. And, I, you know, your points with I don't at least so far, I, I haven't really called anybody out, but I definitely understand the frustration because it is it's annoying because not just for you personally, because like obviously having done it for so long, we know it's, it's bullshit. But uh, it really sucks for the people getting started, because I know for me personally, like, you know, I kind of grew up when the forums were really big. Yeah. And I remember I put on like 30 pounds in the first two years, but I went from 130 to 160 and people are like, well, if you're not 200 pounds already, you're doing it wrong. And I, I just thought I was doing things wrong. I, I constantly was looking for like the answer just because I wasn't making the progress that they said. And um, there's another guy out there who says he put on 40 pounds of muscle in something like like two or three months. You, you've probably seen it. But uh, yeah. it, it's just kind of crazy what's out there. And like, I, I just don't know how you can like, – I understand maybe overemphasizing certain things. But when you have the people who are like just blatantly lying, like there's yeah. like you know that they know they're lying. It's just oh, yeah. not to me that they yeah. could just do that, but people do it. it. It's the the you know the problem with the fitness industry is it 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 should the fitness industry is so closely related to health, you know, like that. Like I mean, to be a doctor, to be a nurse, to be you know to be a physical therapist, or to be a uh, you know, occupational therapist, anything like that, Any, anything dealing with health, wellness, dentist, everything like that. There's a great deg- degree of schooling, of education, and regulation, right? You know, I'm I, I, I'm a personal trainer. I'm a certified. I'm a NASA certified personal trainer, weight loss specialist, and fitness nutrition specialist, right? Mm-hmm. And I plan on within the next year or two becoming an, an ASM master trainer. You know, but uh, somebody can buy a hundred dollar course and also be called a personal trainer. You know. Yeah. You know? Uh, that, that's, that's the crazy shit, you know, like, I mean, like, uh, where, you know, it's, it's literally, uh, you know, there's no regulation. The, 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 the supplement industry has no fucking regulation. Like, I mean, like the, the regulation they do have is so easily sidestepped. It's crazy because people don't seem to realize this, but one of the reasons why you see new formulas from supplements all the time, like new, newly formulated, mm-hmm. it's like, well, wasn't it just new six months ago? It's because if, if they keep the same formula for more than six months, then they have to go through FDA testing. Yeah. And if they change it, it's a new formula. They can call it the same fucking thing as new, and therefore they don't need to test it. It's like, so you are now ingesting th- shit that is not even tested by the FDA, that we're taking their word for it, it's in it, you know, because I'm not a big supplement guy. I'm really not. Like, I, yeah. I, I've been offered supplement deals from many of the fucking major companies, and I'm like, why? I don't even fucking... I, 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 I probably haven't had a scoop of protein powder in, like, four months you know yeah. and, and i do like i have i have protein powder in the house uh especially because right now people are sending me free shit all the time it's weird mm-hmm. it's weird yeah. i would i would think i would be the last person they would send free shit to right right <laughs> so if i uh, hate it if i hate it i can very well fuck them up but right uh, 
but you know, it, it, it's 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 a strange thing, you know. Like, uh, yeah, it's weird. I, I've said that on um, probably two or three of these podcasts now, but um, the the access to the fitness industry, you know, just to be like you said, a personal trainer. There, it could just mean so many different levels of experience and some things like you said like doctors and, and other professions you need at least eight years of advanced schooling to even compete right to yeah. even open those doors and, and start seeing patients you yeah. need years and years but you know if you you got a reasonable body you can just be a, an online coach and you know compete with somebody who's been doing it for 20 years themselves yeah well I mean a lot of them don't even you know, a lot of the people don't even like bother getting certified you know yeah. like i mean like uh, like i mean i i personally know many 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 people that compete in physique competitions that don't know shit mm-hmm. but yet they sell programs you know what i mean like that sure. the, 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 like, they literally followed somebody else's program they have a great body therefore they make a they make money off of it you know yeah. like i just find that fucking inherently you know, wrong you know like uh, i and not only that but like i'm not a big like i think aesthetics are a a byproduct, uh, you know, really good aesthetics are a byproduct of an athletic body. Like, I don't even think bodybuilders, like, bodybuilders in general don't look that athletic to me. Mm. They don't seem that functional. And I'm, like, again, just through a lot of, a lot of it is hard, is hard work, but a lot of it is I'm very, very genetically gifted, is that I'm, I'm a very good athlete, even at my age, you know, like, I've got very good jumping ability, I'm very flexible, I, you know, I've got incredible, like, I've, I've got excellent hip mobility, stuff like that that allows me to jump really well, and I think that that's a, a vitally important thing, like, I'm, I'm extremely functional, like, I, you know, I do yoga a lot, I do, I, I work out a lot, like, yoga is a part of my daily life to, for functionality, and I just think that like people that that worry about like you know the, the biggest bicep peak you can get, I think that that, that you know that's an issue that we have in our society. Yeah, I, I do think it's changing though. I think bodybuilding is actually dying off. So mm. I, I really do. So, uh, and I think you know not that not that I'm happy about the way it's dying off because it means people are, are hurting themselves almost. But I do think that it, uh, it's a good thing that it's dying off. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like you said you've been doing this for a long time. You're in your 40s now. So what is one piece of advice you'd give to some of the guys in their late teens, early twenties, trying to you know make the most of this? Be patient. You know, I mean, like, I mean, like that's that's the biggest thing. Be patient. Don't push the weight too fucking hard. Like, I mean, like, uh, you know, nothing nothing is going to fuck up your progress more than you know a serious knee injury or a serious back injury. You know, I think right now, like, I think it's shifted a little bit from you know having like this this super huge bodybuilder type mentality to I think it switched to uh, you know for a while it was like everybody need like if you if you don't deadlift 600 pounds you ain't shit you know to yeah. the point where we started seeing a lot of people get hurt because they were trying to fucking lift weight they shouldn't fucking lift you know like understand it's a process take your fucking time focus on your nutrition focus on your recovery uh, and you know before you know uh, push yourself as hard as safely possible in the gym like I, I think the risk reward matrix uh, should be taught. Like, I mean, people do shit before they think, well, should I, you know? Uh, you know, I, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen because I'm, I'm actually friend, good friends with Elgin. Uh, okay. for, uh, yeah, for, uh, so, so many videos we share amongst, amongst, amongst ourselves where it's like, what the fuck was this person even thinking? Like, they, like this, uh, somebody will step underneath a bar that has like 500 pounds on it and they don't look like they could pro- probably squat 225. Why the fuck are they even doing this? You know, like, right, right. You know, and and we we laugh we laugh at like the the gym fails, but every gym for every gym fail you see there could be a very tragic ending 
Like, sure. yeah. in, in reality, like uh, the person, you know, if, if they're, if you see a gym fail that actually makes it onto YouTube and stays up on YouTube, chances are uh, that person got extremely fucking lucky because yeah. it could have, it could have ended up being very, very bad. And that would not stay on YouTube. That would not, right. Stay, right. You know, uh, you, you, you see, you see somebody break their own neck that normally does not stay on fucking YouTube, you know? Right. Right. So a uh, quick speed round here. It can just be one word or one sentence. Uh, so, favorite muscle group to train? Shoulders. Shoulders, okay. Um, favorite YouTuber to watch currently? Shredded Sports Science. Okay. And uh, if you had to do a charity boxing match against one YouTuber, who would you choose? <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, Chris Haria. Chris Haria, okay. Awesome. So, uh, so Every Day Fitness is the name of all of your stuff. You're on Facebook. You're on YouTube. Where can people find everything else? Uh, Instagram at Every Day Fitness. I also have a second channel called Alan Roberts, in my opinion, of course. You can find that. And uh, it's Every Day Fitness everywhere else. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for talking. Dude, thank you very much. I appreciate it.